Welcome back, everyone, to the Fantasy Fashionals 2021 NFL Draft Special. Just me and Butterball in here now. Barrett uh, had, to, had, to, had to take it to the house, man, so it's uh, getting late here. It's already 9 o'clock, uh, Butter. We're up through 13 picks now. Minnesota on the clock with the 14th overall pick. But, but we, we got to start off with our Dallas Cowboys. Uh, they traded back, right, so swapped with the Eagles. Uh, the Eagles actually ended up moving up to take Devontae Smith. I don't think they probably needed to move up from 12 to 10 to get Devontae Smith. But, uh, hey, there might have been some other trade rumors in the background that we're not aware of. Uh, I like it. I think it's a great move for our Cowboys. Our Cowboys trade back to number 12 and take Penn State linebacker Micah Parsons. Now, that that may be, from a large listener standpoint, it's like, who's that? I don't remember that guy. Well, he opted out this year, didn't play in 2020 during the shortened COVID season for Penn State and the rest of the Big Ten. But two years ago, Butter, in 2019 – the guy was a man. He was a stud. Uh, ran a four three nine at the uh, the combine. So not just big and strong, but fast too. You know, probably not the most pressing need for our Cowboys, but defense was the pick, right? So we so long as they went defense, I was going to be happy. And uh, Parsons, he's going to slot in well uh, next to uh, Jalen Smith and uh, um, uh, uh, Vander Esch as well, right? So I like the pick. Uh, your thoughts on the pick, bud? Well, I mean, obviously, I mean, me and you had both talked about. Um, Obviously, the, the Cowboys needed some sort of defensive back or cornerback. But, you know, I mean, the, the two guys, Sertan and uh, the kid. Horn, from, yeah, South yeah, Carolina. Yep. I mean, those guys were both gone. So, I mean, obviously, I mean, I like the Parsons kid. Um, like you said, I mean, he was kind of a man-child, uh, not this year because he opted out. He was a sophomore two but, years yeah, ago, too. But, yeah, he was young. Um, but yeah. the year before last, I guess we, we would call it. I mean, man, he was pretty phenomenal. Um, and, you know, the Big Ten – they play defense in the Big Ten. So, good. I mean, I think it's going to be a really good pickup. Yeah. Well, in between uh, those traded picks, but again, uh, obviously we mentioned um, Devontae Smith, Alabama wide receiver, Heisman Trophy winner, goes to Philly at number 10. Justin Fields at number 11 to the Chicago Bears. Your thoughts on that? Again, so four quarterbacks in the top 11 uh, have gone. We'll talk about that uh, that fifth remaining quarterback that a lot of people thought were going to be a number one pick, uh, or at least a first round pick, and still very well may be. But let's talk Justin Fields of the Buckeyes to the Chicago Bears. I like the fit, and I think it's a good pick. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I mean they they uh, they don't have Trubisky anymore, so I mean they need some sort of quarterback that can um, can be a leader and that can um, be like a franchise quarterback. You know, I mean, um, Justin Fields, I think he fits the bill. You know, I mean, uh, had a really, really great uh, year at uh, Ohio State. I mean, threw 40 touchdown passes and ran for 10 first player, um, I believe, in Big Ten history to do that. Yeah, yeah, tremendous player. Uh, Again, there was a lot of talk about, you know, whether he would go two or three. Uh, You know, obviously that didn't pan out for him, but I think – Falling a little bit to number 11 might put him in a better overall situation because, you know, the Bears, they play good defense, right? So they, they've, they've got some some weapons there on offense, but they're not quite as far away as perhaps a Jets team would be or, or perhaps uh, a couple of those other uh, teams that are up there drafting near the top, right? So so it might, might, might work out for Justin Fields. Well, and an- another thing that you kind of have to look at as well is – you know, I mean, the last time that the Bears uh, selected a quarterback, you know, the first or second pick, I mean, he what did he last, three or four years? I mean, so getting Fields at the 11 pick, I mean, I think 
that's kind of a, a pretty big steal, I believe. Trubisky, right? So it was Trubisky, the last. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. North Carolina. I think they drafted him number two overall, if I'm not mistaken, and, and three or four did, years ago. Then you, you mentioned uh, Devontae Smith, which um, obviously you kind of look back at the um, the receivers that have kind of been drafted. I mean, they're going to be catching balls from uh, the guys that they played college ball with, uh, a couple of them. Yeah, so. a, lot of, a lot of reuniting, and it feels so and good, feels right? So, so yeah, yeah. It's not, yeah, we don't get sued for that, uh, singing that song without permission. But I, I think we're allowed to say the words. We just can't play the song. But uh, uh, let, let's go a little further down here, Butter. Number 13, right after our Cowboys at 12, uh, the Chargers take uh, the tackle. Uh, maybe projects as a guard at the NFL level, but uh, the tackle from Northwestern, Rashawn Slater. Again, a lot of people were drooling over him. Probably the consensus number two offensive line behind uh, Oregon's Panay Sewell. So a good pick for the Chargers, I would think, and, and definitely fills a need, probably the primary need, right? Uh, they've got their franchise quarterback now in Justin Herbert. I, I think that that kid probably surpassed most expectations last year, I think it's probably fair to say. Uh, keeping him upright uh, and then uh, you know providing some good uh, good blocking for the weapons that they have and uh, Eckler at running back, then obviously Keenan Allen and uh, Mike Williams at wide receiver. So they're uh, they're coming along. I, I think this Chargers squad um, they're probably primed to make the playoffs this year. What do you think? Yeah, I mean I, obviously, I mean you build a team around Justin Herbert. I mean, uh, like you said, I mean he surpassed the numbers that I figured he would put up, and I mean he looked. Man, he looked really, really, really solid last year. Um, I think um, the Slater pick, the kid from Northwestern, I think that's a a really, really good pick. I mean, just for one reason, you look at um, what happened to Joe Burrow last year. I mean, didn't have any protection. I mean, uh, in 10 games, I mean, I think he got sacked 33, 32 times. So, I mean, obviously, I mean – you need to have guys, uh, good offensive linemen that can protect your quarterback. I mean, if you want them to be the franchise quarterback. So I mean, I think uh, I think this kid from from Northwestern, the Slater kid. I mean, I think that's a really really good pick for these guys. Yeah, and at number fourteen, we just had a trade. So the Vikings swap with the New York Jets. So the Jets move up here to the number fourteen pick. Right, the details will come in. We're not not sure what exactly uh, is all involved in the trade here, but the Vikes have traded out with the New York Jets now. So the Jets will be making this selection at number 14. We'll, we'll get to that here in a moment. But you, know, you mentioned quarterback, protecting a quarterback. There's one quarterback left in the green room back there, Butter, and that is Alabama's Mac Jones, right? So a lot was made right whenever the 49ers made that pick uh, or made that trade, I should say, to move up to number three. A lot of smoke there, a lot of talk about, hey, Mac Jones is their guy. They're going to take Mac Jones. There's absolutely no doubt about it. You know, it seemed I, I was dubious, right? As like, hey, look, you know, he seems like a good player, but my goodness, there was nothing, you know, I, I know that just super jumped out to me. He was surrounded by incredible talent, mm-hmm. and he didn't do anything to screw it up, and he was a great distributor of the ball. Uh, but uh, he was throwing to guys that were wide open more often than not. Was in a great system, a great program there at Alabama. Again, not knocking the kid. Uh, I think that he will play at this level. I just never saw him as a top three, top five pick, and that has panned out now. But the question now remains, Butter, where is he going to go, right? So you got New England coming up here and a couple picks at 15. You got the Washington football team at number 19, conceivably needs a quarterback as well. I mean, where's he going to go, Butter? So how far can he fall? Man, I mean, like you said, I mean, New England, Washington – 
man, I mean, the the way that it's going right now, I mean, there's uh, there's been more trades in the last um, three or four picks than there has been in the whole draft. So, um, you know, I mean, like the the quarterbacks. I mean, I, obviously, Mac Jones is like the biggest quarterback still on the board uh, right now. And I mean, honestly, I mean, like I I figured that he would go top four. Actually, I bet that he would go top four. And I mean, I lost my bet. Uh, but I mean, I figured like uh, the Atlanta Falcons or the 49ers would take him. But I mean, obviously, you know, I mean, the, the 49ers, they like that uh, kid from North Dakota, that uh, Trey Lance kid, which I mean, I think that's a, a good pickup for them. Uh, but, you know, I mean, honestly, I mean, with looking at the what uh, NFL teams are left in the first round and what the guys uh, need, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised to see some more trades. I mean, because uh, Mac Jones could fall later in the in the draft. I mean, I, I mean, I honestly think that New England or Washington could get him later if they really needed to. Because um, with the way that the draft is set up, I mean, there's not a lot of quarterbacks, or there's not a lot of teams that need quarterbacks left in the first round. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, it, it's going to be interesting to see. Uh, he was just on the screen there, kind of talking on his cell phone. So hopefully, it was uh, to for his sake. Hopefully, it was to a, a general manager or an owner of a team there that uh, might be taking him. But you know, you go further down the board. You know, Pittsburgh's probably at that point to where they have to start making some decisions about you know what's going to be what, what's life like after Big Ben, right? So he's not going to play forever. You know, I, I he's I thought he might hang it up after this year. Sounds like he's going to try to bring it or come back. Give it one more go in 2021. Uh, you know, maybe you look at a New Orleans Saints, right? So that's going to be interesting. Is it Taysom Hill, Jameis Winston experiment? How's that going to play out? And then obviously right after that, Green Bay Packers. Yeah, butter. that's what I was fixing to say, As the Packers, yes. News I mean. again uh, the that kind of stole the show, if you will, before the draft actually began. Uh, Aaron Rodgers pretty much saying, uh, I don't want to be here anymore. Get me the hell out of here. So um, kind of dropping a bomb on everybody here. So the Packers are in a, in a weird situation. But obviously they just took Jordan Love last year, right? So with the 24th overall pick uh, last year, we, we don't know if that kid's any good or not. Uh, right, but um, you know, I, I don't know. It'd be interesting to see. And then, I mean, you you also have to look at the Colts. I mean, uh, is Carson Wentz going to be the answer? I mean, obviously, I mean, like he uh, was a was a a, a top uh, a top pick uh, for the Philadelphia Eagles, and you know, I mean, kind of, um, I mean, didn't fit in their plans with Jalen Hurts coming in. So, yep. Well, the 14th pick, the trade up by the Jets was for an offensive lineman, USC's Elijah Vera Tucker. Again, probably uh, an interior lineman, probably a guard at the NFL level. I think he kind of went back and forth between guard and tackle Patriots at USC. But uh, yeah, Patriots wasted no time uh, with the 15th overall pick. They are selecting it now. You no, know, interesting to see kind of how. How it all plays out here, Butter. Again, this this is probably the last segment for us, right? So it's getting up there close to 9.30 uh, p.m. Central time for us. We're going to grab a bite to eat, continue to have a few more cold pops, and watch the action unfold. There it is, right there. Uh, but, uh, yeah, the Patriots have selected Alabama's Mac Jones, uh, the quarterback – uh, probably a great fit for for Belichick's system, right? So a heady guy, smart kid, distributes the ball well, not super athletic, 
uh, but uh, can read defenses and uh, was playing in a system at Alabama that was maybe a, a little more advanced uh, some than, than a lot of other uh, college offensive schemes there. Obviously, with Steve Sarkeesian, moves on, right, to head coach of Texas now. we taking that scheme there, and then obviously uh, under the development of um, the great Nick Saban as well. So five quarterbacks in the top 15 picks, Butter. Your thoughts? Well, I mean, uh, congrats to Mac Jones. I mean, uh, you go from playing uh, for Nick Saban, who's obviously one of the most decorated uh, college football coaches that there is uh, that that we know of because, I mean, all of his uh, national championships with Alabama, I mean, LSU, uh, he had one as well. And then you go to another great coach, uh, Bill Belichick, you know. I mean, um, Wow, I mean, he's great fit for him, right? So he yes, he, he, he has fallen into a great situation. So could, there'll could, be no could, excuses could, now. Could be a gold mine. Yep. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, well, well, butter. You know, obviously, we have a slant to some of our sooner uh, sooners in the NFL. But let's talk about you know maybe jump ahead to a few picks uh, to what number sixteen? Well, one pick, I guess. Now it's catching up on me. Um, Arizona Cardinals, right? So Kyler Murray. Obviously, the, the starting quarterback there, number one overall pick a couple years ago. Um, what do you see for the Cardinals? And we may not have to wait long here, given that they're coming up on the pick, but would assume that the pick is probably defense. I mean, they, they probably need a running back, right? So I think that's probably fair to say. But I would assume they'll go defense, but with Cliff Kingsbury, at, you know, head coach, who, who knows, right? So he'd probably draft another wide receiver, if I had to guess. Well, I mean, obviously, I mean, I think they're top three uh, draft needs. I mean, cornerback, offensive lineman, running back. Then I would say wide receiver. I mean, you look at who they got on receiver. They got Hopkins, Green, and Kirk. Uh, but I mean, and the bad thing is with where they're picking at the position that they need. There's not a really great cornerback that's left. Yeah, those I mean, two that were off the board were definitely the top two for sure. Yeah. I mean. There's some guys that, I mean, that are, that are probably worthy of first-round picks, but, I mean, there's so much that's unknown about them. I mean, uh, they could be a reach. So, yep, yep, absolutely, I agree. Well, let's move ahead and talk Cleveland Browns, Butter. Uh, 26th overall pick, our guy Baker Mayfield, you know, kind of had a make-or-break year last year, right? And, uh, and and he did well. So, kind of led him to that first playoff victory in such a long time. Uh, big uh you know, momentum going into the offseason for the Browns, I think, right? They signed uh, uh, J- uh, Jadavion Clowney, right, the uh, the big pass rusher, uh, to pair him with Miles Garrett. So, fill a, a big need there for sure. But uh, your thoughts on the Browns and perhaps what they may need. Seem set at running back, right, with Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Wide receivers are pretty good. So, you have to assume it's going to be defense, right? Well, what, what I was going to say, I was just sitting there thinking about this, looking at this color scheme. Uh, this makes me think of Tech Mobile right here, these colors. Oh, I mean, yeah, great because, stuff, right? Uh, because uh, they're close, but they're not exactly. You know, so, yeah. I mean, uh, but obviously, I mean, like uh, the Browns and Baker Mayfield, um, they definitely need defense. Um, you know, I mean, obviously, I mean, they don't need – an edge. I mean, they've got Clowney. They've got uh, Miles Garrett. Man, I mean, that's the thing that they could use another cornerback. But I mean, man, I mean, uh, yeah, Denzel Ward, right? So he's pretty good. Then Greedy Williams, right? So that, that's a name that uh, listeners will probably remember from the draft a couple years ago. But 
Yeah, I mean, I think I think it's DB, right? So you get Grant Delpit, you know, the safety out of LSU, right? So that they, uh, I think they drafted him last year, if I'm not mistaken. So they've got some talent there, I, but I, um, yeah, I, I think it's got to be defense, right? I, I think some of these teams are gonna like. I mean, like we're sitting here talking. I mean, they're gonna have to kind of uh, dive in and and take some of these guys that are like, you know, I mean, it, it's gonna be a reach. I mean, because yeah. they're, they're run. I mean, you're, you're gonna fill a need as opposed to taking the best available I mean, guy, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. obviously, yeah. I mean, and, and that, that's bad. You know, I mean, we're sitting here in the first round. I mean, um, you think about a lot of the uh, the past drafts. I mean, there's been like bukus of. Uh, cornerbacks taken in the first round draft but I mean but like this year I mean it just seems like that there's not um there's not as much uh cornerback talent as there has been in the, in in past drafts so well well let's let's move a little further down the board here in the first round butter number 29 overall the Green Bay Packers again in the news for probably all the wrong re- reasons if you're a Packers fan right so kind of right before the draft started off again the news uh, breaking that uh, Aaron Rodgers essentially saying, I want out, I don't want to be here anymore, definitely would change your plans on draft day. Now, those five quarterbacks are gone. They're off the board. So you have to assume that, hey, look, we're going to try to pretend to work this out, right, if you're a Packers GM uh, from or head coach from that standpoint, uh, that they'll figure it out here. But, uh, you know, what do you draft to appease a guy like Aaron Rodgers and try to bring him back into the fold and get him to buy in for at least one more year. I mean, Aaron Jones at running back, solid, right? A.J. Dillon, kind of a nice change of pace guy. You got Devontae Adams, uh, Devin Funches, Alan Lazard, right? Big 12 guy, right? Iowa State. Uh, big receivers, right? So maybe they could use a speedy slot guy to kind of pair in there to give him a weapon. Robert Tanyan, I mean, one of the best fantasy tight ends last year for sure, right? Caught a ton of touchdowns in the red zone. But, you know, their needs probably more defense, you know, defensively weighted, right? Corner, defensive lineman, linebacker. I mean, they, they probably need more on defense. But, my goodness, you've got a disgruntled Hall of Fame quarterback that doesn't feel like he's been – Put in the best, yeah. yeah. Put in the best situation over the last few years. I mean, does that change your draft strategy three hours before the draft begins? Well, I mean, I I honestly think it should. I mean, obviously, you have a Hall of Fame quarterback on your roster who um, feels like, obviously, I mean, like he's been slapped in the face because you drafted Jordan Love last year. I mean, whenever you could have used that pick on something that could have helped him. Um, you know, I mean, last year they went to the NFC Championship game. That's one game away from the Super Bowl, and they didn't lose really anybody that um that's gonna be like that. I mean, that's that they they have no uh, they didn't lose anybody that was like that um uh, that big of a a loss. You know, yeah. So as far as player wise, so I mean, obviously, I mean, if they're gonna try to fix this, I mean, obviously you have to get Aaron Rodgers some threat, uh, whether it be a wide receiver, a tight end, or something, um, or maybe an offensive lineman to protect him. 
Man, that's a great pick. Yeah, well, well may, maybe a good note to go out on here, Butter. So we're wrapping up our third and final segment here. Again, we're at roughly 9.30 Central Time here. So uh, so Butter and I are going to sign off here in this third and final segment and uh, grab us some wings, grab us a, a couple of cold, cold pops, uh, and continue watching the draft here. But local boy... Tulsa's own Zaven Collins, Tulsa University's own, so I should say. So Hominy, Oklahoma. Hominy, Oklahoma's own Zaven Collins goes number 16 to the Arizona Cardinals. Seems like a great pick. Again, we we talked about, I mean, just what, five minutes ago that we assumed that the pick should be defense for, for the Cardinals. But again, with Kingsbury, you never know what's going to happen. Zaven Collins was just a man amongst boys um, for TU this year. Outstanding player, tremendous size, speed, strength, right? I think 6'4, 260. Kind of a guy that can play outside linebacker. You can put him in a rush in. Very reminiscent. Maybe he's a little longer and a little rangier, uh, but reminiscent of Khalil Mack. I mean, he he's a game changer on the defensive side of the ball, isn't he, Butter? Yes, he is. What was a quarterback in high school and led the Hominy Bucks to the state championship. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Glad to see a local boy do good uh, as we kind of sign off here on the third and final segment of our 2021 draft special. We got halfway through, Butter. So 32 picks in the first round. We got to 16. Uh, again, we're going to we're gonna continue watching it. Maybe send out a couple of tweets as we uh, continue watching it here this evening. But uh, going to grab some dinner, continue to have a few cold pops, and uh, watch the action unfold. But uh, looking forward to doing that, my friend. And uh, glad we were able to get together again in studio and, uh, and throw some pods out there, Bud. So welcome back, man. Man, I'm glad to be back. Like I said, uh, Whenever you text me um, this week, or actually, I guess it was last week, I said, man, I was like, I've been waiting for you to tell me this. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm glad to be back, man. So. Lots of good stuff uh, working on behind the scenes as well. Again, we got our uh, college fantasy uh, kind of preseason rankings that we're getting ready to maybe send out here towards the end of the month. Spring ball's over, right? So you ha- kind of want to wait and see, make sure there's no catastrophic injuries or anything crazy there for college fantasy. But we'll be getting that out. And then, obviously, the unofficial kickoff to the 2021 NFL season tonight, Butter, with the uh, the 2021 NFL draft. So feels good to be doing it again with you bud here and uh, back in studio uh, talking some football my friend uh, August and September will be here before we know it so well gang that will wrap it up for us here uh, on this 2021 NFL draft special we'll get this one uploaded and tweeted out please give it a listen please give us a thumbs up a like a follow subscribe whatever it is that you do out there uh, through whatever source that you listen to the podcast Uh, and again be sure to check us out over at the sports pros network at fantasysportspros.com or again you can always follow us on twitter at sports underscore pros and remember that is pros with an e ladies and gentlemen enjoy the rest of the draft first round tonight second and third round tomorrow night and then rounds four through seven on saturday we'll be watching it butter and uh, we'll be uh, following all the action and factor it into the rankings coming up here a little bit later on this spring and early summer good night ladies and gentlemen have a good night enjoy the draft take care